0: What are you having to drink tonight, Chris? <clears throat> I think I'm gonna have me a hazy IPA. This is uh, this is made by Mason Ale Works. I think they're from out of California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, California. Um, like a nice IPA every once in a while. So anyway, so this hazy IPA, just to give you a little idea about it. Mm-hmm. This recipe for the beer, right, relies on Citra, Mosaic, and Velma hops. From hazy IPAs through others compared to American IPA, has an intense fruit flavors and aromas. A soft body, smooth mouth feel, virtually no boozy burns. Mm. Boozy burn. What's a boozy burn? A throat burn. Mm. The fizziness carbo- the carbonation. Mm. Boozy the burn. burn. The burn. And of course, the cloudy and hazy appearance, hence the hazy IPA. Yep. Yeah. Unlike a traditional IPA, hazy IPAs lack the bitterness and are much easier to drink. So it sounds to me like it's this is going to be a, a not so much of a tough beer to take down, a pretty light, mm-hmm. breezy beer. Interesting. But I'm fine with that. It sounds it sounds delicious, and this is made from a company in California. Yeah, and they got me thinking. Speaking of California, have you been hearing about the stories of these strange monoliths that have been appearing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been following some of that. It's been really bizarre. I know the first one appeared somewhere in Utah, right? Yeah, in a desert region, right? And it was really bizarre because nobody knew how how it got there. And then at some point, it actually disappeared. Yeah. So, so to describe to describe what it looks like. So, so this monolith they found it, it's very bizarre because it's out the middle, of this really, you know, it's out in the middle, of this. Desert area, yeah, and it's this giant, like metallic-looking pillar, almost an obelisk. Very, very, you know, very. Um, the term I'm looking for triangular, yeah, almost try. You know, I'm trying to look for it. You know, nature doesn't have oh symmetry. You know, very symmetrical and very out of place. This giant metal object, and nobody knows where it came from. It just appeared. It's out in the middle of nowhere, so in a really remote region. Right, right, right. Very bizarre. And then shortly after people, you know, it was discovered and kind of made the headlines. All of a sudden, it disappeared. Yeah. And then a few days after that, they had a very similar monolith. Monolith that appeared in Romania. Yeah, it looked it it looked just like it too. Very similar. yeah. Yeah, I think it actually had like some weird looking like a circular or um spiral looking designs on it it was a little bit different but it was basically kind of the same design this mm-hmm. is weird metallic monolith and it was actually near i think some kind of fortress or old castle or something that was in that region or romania yeah and then i think just maybe yesterday um, uh, a third one has appeared in california yeah. And it's the top really of weird. Um, I, you know, I know since the first one disappeared, there actually was a video that was released. Yeah. Showing some guys taking it down. Yeah, there were guys who were kind of like, uh, you know, big nature guys. They were, you know, naturalists. Yeah, I think they had a lot of social media. They did a lot of like videos of, like hiking and right. they did like skydiving stuff. They were kind of those type, you know, um, what do you call it? Like. Yeah. And in the middle of the night, they, went to the location and took it down. Right. And the reason they did that was because they were saying that where the photos have been released and it's been drawing a lot of popularity, there's been a lot of traffic through the desert in that area that's outside of this event has stayed remote. Right. So they're saying even like things like garbage and disrupting, right. you know, like nobody's following roads or doing anything like that. They're, we're being human beings and we're being careless in an environment that mm-hmm. that hasn't been exposed from to from our us. curiosity, right? Right. But so anyway, so so, so they it's took very it interesting. In the middle of the night, right? mm-hmm. But but what's so bizarre about like I mean, obviously the whole story itself is bizarre because they're just like who's put doing, you know, what's happening? Why are these appearing? Who's right. you know who's behind this? Nobody knows, and a lot of people have been making a reference to the five that this kind of reminds them of the movie, and actually I think it was based off a book, the 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh, yeah. And uh, if you've ever seen that film, mm-hmm. sort of the premise behind it, it sort of centers around this monolith. These yeah. strange black monoliths. And... The, without kind of a spoiler alert, but throughout the film, these monoliths kind of, in in a way, sort of are set to sculpt and kind of develop and evolve humanity mm-hmm. and make them progress and start exploring the universe more. Right. And so just the fact that you have these, now we're like seeing these physically real strange monoliths appearing on Earth. A lot of people are like, oh my gosh, we're in 2020, the space odyssey going right. on here being contacted. I I don't know. I I feel like maybe it's some kind of... I think somebody's maybe messing with everybody. I feel like this is maybe some kind of weird art thing. Or somebody's just having fun. Like, keeping people's curiosity during this rough time. You know, people are kind of down right now in 2020. And maybe they just think this will be kind of fun to preoccupy people and keep them curious and asking questions. Right. I don't know. Maybe it's something else. Maybe there is (laughs) some kind of... I mean, who knows? This year... Or maybe somebody's trying to send a message and they're and they're building up a way to garner attention, right? Worldwide right. could be interesting, though. I thought that was a fascinating story. That actually, it, it's int- it's funny that you say that because it reminds me of something. I felt like me and you both had watched a documentary on it. It was um, the tiles in the roads, right? Um, Do you remember? What, you remember what I'm talking about? The tiles what? in the roads. So we watched. We had watched a documentary about the Twynaby tiles. I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. think so, Tony yeah. B, 20B. 20B tiles, yeah. I think you're right. <clears throat> and they're these strange tiles that have been kind of like, what, cemented into the road? Yeah, it's actually located across a lot of different areas around the world, streets, I think, actually. Yeah, and it's streets. like, it's very bizarre. They're like these very intricate kind of artistic designs mm-hmm. And there's these weird blocks that have been kind of placed in different areas, like in the middle of roads or on uh. certain sidewalks, and very out of place. Right, it's and they strange. all have this the same message on them. And, and they kind of appear out of nowhere. That's even yeah. more bizarre. People don't know how they get there. They don't ever see who's putting these tiles there, but they're somehow getting put there. Right. But then, oh, like overnight, sometimes. Yeah, nobody, nobody's ever seen anyone actually put them there. Right, they kind of just mysteriously appear. Right. What's the message that's like inscribed on all of them? They all carry the same message on them. They all kind of look different, but but they all have the same thing written on them. So yeah, so they the, a lot of them had this really kind of strange message, like you were saying, that was on yeah. the tone of that was on each that was on the tile. And what it read out to be is it says the Tona tile message. So here's what it says. So the, the saying that, the, some of them were, that many of them would read was Tona B idea in movie 2001, Resurrect Dead on planet Jupiter. Super weird. Right. And so Super this, bizarre. It's, whoever's creating these tiles keep making this reference to this this, this 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah and and to kind of go back to that film there's sort of this scene towards the end of the film where you see this main character he's aging and then he kind of like becomes this star child is the kind of way i can explain it it's a very Mm -hmm. yeah you really got to see it to to understand it but it's kind of like he kind of is reborn Mm -hmm. and so it's just kind of strange that this person keeps referencing that, and we're not sure why they're trying to spread this message. Like I said, these tiles have been seen all across the world yeah, in different everywhere. countries, mm-hmm. and nobody knows who's putting them there. And it's just very bizarre. The interesting thing about the documentary, it's kind of about this, the the it's it's a guy investigating the whole, it's a guy who's investigating the different facets of this mystery, and it's him kind of unveiling the different levels of it. He kinda breaks down who he potentially thinks it was or and why they wrote these messages and what it all means. And kind of explains a lot. And actually in the film he kind of sets out after a particular he's kind of narrowed it down to this reclusive Philadelphia resident. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. actually kind of a particular guy that he, his theory kind of in the documentary is that he believes this is the guy he's doing it. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to kind of, in the documentary, he's trying to put piece together a lot of the, the, the evidence that he's collected that kind of leads him to this particular person. Mm-hmm. And I think even in the documentary, he tries to interview the guy at one point or tries to, you know, like like, catch a glimpse of the guy and he has, like, the guy, like, won't, like, interview. He won't, won't talk to him. Them, right? And kind of, like, real quick he to get back like in the, the building door. and stuff like that. It's very bizarre, right? Very, yeah. very, uh... And, and, they, and I remember at one point they talk about this guy, I think maybe before the tiles started coming up, that that he was kind of using, like, these shortwave weird broadcasts. He, they were, yeah. like, these weird shortwave broadcasts that were being sent out. Mm-hmm. And they said that they figured out it was this car that was driving around neighborhoods and it was kind of sending out this broadcast as it would come through the neighborhood. And it would mess with the TVs. Right. People's TVs and radios would kind of give off this weird message Mm -hmm. that's being sent. And then I think later on as the tiles start to appear, people, some people would recollect seeing this particular car, very similar to the one with the radio waves, Mm -hmm. it would come through the night and it would stop at certain streets for a little while before it would drive on. And so he had this theory that this person had a cutout in the bottom of their car, and they would park their, they would kind of stop their car like a stoplight right. for a long period of time, and they would go through the bottom of their car and do the the work. That's how they were put this pile in and they would drive off. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It was a really bizarre. I, I, if you haven't seen it, I recommend you, you check it out. It's what's a, the name of the? What's? It, it's no, the film is called "Resurrect the Dead: The Mystery of the Tonawabic Tiles. Yeah, super cool. It's watch. really it's really strange, it's very intriguing, and it really does make you question like a lot of stuff. You're like, wow, oh, this is pretty interesting. But yeah, I, I do remember that. And it's very strange, because now we're seeing, hey, may, maybe the person who did the tiles is doing the doing the uh, uh, um, the monoliths now. Yeah. Maybe they're continuing their artwork, and they're moving forward, and saying, hey, the tiles weren't enough, now I've actually got to bring these monoliths to life somehow. Because if it's somebody who can travel in a world like that with mm-hmm. the tiles, let's say they can't do that now. They go from Utah, travel over to Romania, spend a night, go over to California, drop one off. I mean, right. it's obvious somebody can get around and do this effectively, right? I don't know, man. It's creepy. It's crazy. Fascinating. It is kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. I like it, though. It's it's an interesting thing. I like to question stuff like that. I mean, you know, yeah. it's, it's just... What could it, it just, be? I like things like that, even if it is just some weird art installation that somebody's doing. Yeah. And it, it's, it's nice to have your mind... You know, have some curiosity and make you have questions. It's kind of interesting seeing everybody kind of take their mind off some of the negative things that are going on and kind of be like throwing out their weird theories about what this the mystery could be of these stuff, monoliths. You know, and yeah. it's kind of fun. Everybody, you know, it's kind of fun in a way. I think people are kind of enjoying it. You know, like, oh, what's the mystery here? What's going on? And mm-hmm. I'm sure at some point there will be a reveal of what's going on. Maybe not. Cool. Maybe not. Maybe it'll be another documentary somebody makes about the the Tony B. monoliths. <laughs> The 20B monolith. 20B lot monoliths, yeah. Man. Speaking of weird stories. Yeah. Strange stuff. Or or funny story. I don't know. So I had this weird incident happen to me the other day. Oh, yeah? <clears throat> yeah, so as it's coming wintertime, I've got two dogs, as I mentioned before, but as yeah. it's wintertime, I usually leave them inside mm-hmm. where it's warm, so I on not out in the elements. So every day when I come home from work, one of the first things I do is I'll let them outside right. to use the bathroom. So anyways, the other day... I come home, and I go to let the dogs out, and when I go out the door, so to kind of describe my backyard, mm-hmm. in case you don't remember, it's it's all fenced in. It's got this um, chain link fence that goes all the way around it, and there's only one way to enter in. That's on the side of the house. There's a gate that you can go in, and you have to walk around, and once you get to all the way to the other side, when you turn the corner, there's kind of like a small deck that goes up to my back door. Yeah. And behind my you know my fence behind my backyard. It's not like a road or anything. It's just actually other people's backyard. It goes into another neighborhood. It's a neighborhood, right? Yeah. So, anyways, so I come home and I go to let the dogs out. And when I walk out the door, I see this thing sitting on. I have a little picnic table on my deck, mm-hmm. and there's like this thing sitting on my picnic table. Like, what is that? It wasn't there. A lottery that ticket, right? <laughs> I was hoping, right? Yeah. But anyways, I walk up and I and come to find out it's a like a half-eaten cheese quesadilla in, in tin foil, Man. No no joke. This is what it was. And so, was there bite marks on it? Yeah, like somebody had taken a really? bite out of it. Like it, looked, it almost looked like somebody take one bite out of it and set it on the table. So It was really weird. There was like teeth. or Yes, saw or yes so I could, I could, I could see it. where it looked like somebody's mouth had bitten into it and taken Ooh, a chunk out of it. No, 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 no. And then no. set it on the table. So anyways, the point is that oh, I'm sir. really weird out, so I'm trying to think. I'm like, did I Did I like put this out here? I'm like, no, I haven't had I haven't had a cheese quesadilla for anywhere. I haven't eaten that in there. I haven't had anybody over that's had food or anything. So I know for a fact, and I and I that morning I let the dogs out before I go to work too to use the bathroom. It oh wasn't, yeah yeah it was not out there that morning.
1: Oh man so, so
0: somebody <laughs> would have had to come around through my gate Walk all the way up to my. On both well, on only on one side. of right, they would have. They would have, they would have in. had to come through my front yard, walk through my gate to get to my backyard, walk around all the way to the other side of my backyard, walk up onto my deck where my back door is. Mm-hmm. Like that's creepy. It freaks me out a little bit. I don't know what the the cheese quesadilla is supposed to be a warning about, but it, it's weird. You it's know? a calling like, card. And and I gotta admit, I mean, it made me a little bit. I've been a little bit more leery now, oh, like especially at night. Cause, you know, I let them out right before we go to bed as well to use the right. bathroom, and I've been a lot more alert when I go outside, worrying about like who would you know who would even feel comfortable enough to come that close to somebody's house, and who has the gall to waste a, a cheese quesadilla? I mean, really? Wow! What a damn shame. Very strange. Hey, very but that's odd. really weird, Chris. That's a really was, strange thing. It was very thing. nerve-wracking, but... That means someone was at your home. Yeah. The audacity. I don't know, man. It was Good weird. Maybe it was got just... A, you know, a behemoth you know, maybe, of an animal in your ma- house. You know, maybe it was just some guy who's walking along, and he just needed a place to rest and eat his meal <laughs> for the day or something. he just decided, hey, it's a, there's a picnic table. I'll take a, take a seat for a minute. And he, I mean, I, okay. But, you <laughs> know... Picasa, su casa. Like, was he leaving it for me to eat? Or for the <laughs> dogs? Or... You know, I'm like, man. He noticed the dog, so he wanted to be a friendly stranger. Thanks for letting me use your picnic table, man. <laughs> I didn't eat all my quesadilla. You can have it. Give it to the dogs. Give it to them, dogs. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's kind of weird. Creep me now, out a little bit. Now, I felt like you had told me that you knew somebody, um, or you had talked to someone before that lived in this area that it had also some strange occurrences happened to them. Yeah. So, so I I knew a guy who actually lives pretty close to where my home is. Yeah. And he's actually had a, a like a legitimate peeping Tom. Like he's actually like yeah. seen the guy. Like and he says he says the guy will like come around his house and peck on the windows and he said he's Well seen describe him. the scenarios that he's kinda laid out. Oh I mean yeah, like he's just going around and he sees this guy like every once in a while I'll see this guy looking in the windows and they said they they he's be pecking on the windows or hitting on the side of the walls or something. And yeah, I mean they actually acknowledge they have a guy that will every once in a while come around and be messing with them, messing around their house. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know, maybe the people tom's made creepy. his way. Up. I don't know, man. It's just it's weird. It makes me want to get like cameras and stuff and set all that yeah. stuff up. But it's you know I don't know. So so speaking of the, the strange conversations, by the way, we've had we've seen that tonight's a strange night. This mm-hmm. this this hazy IPA has got us a little hazy tonight. Ooh. We're thinking some weird stuff. But anyway, so, so to go on about it, so speaking of strange conversations, so mm-hmm. the other day at work, um, this guy I work with, his son lives in Colorado, and he was kind of joking around because in Colorado uh, marijuana is actually legal. Yeah. It's recreationally legal. Uh, yeah, you can, yeah, yeah. You can So anyways, he was joking. He's like, yeah, he's like, when I go see my son, he's like, I'm going to get some edibles and buy me some purple kush, you know, just kind of chuckling or whatever. <laughs> Well, at some point, we kind of got on the subject He'd already about the catalog. Yeah, but but at some point, we kind of got on the subject about like what would it what would it have been like for the first human to like discover pot mm. and like actually discover like. Not only the plant, but its capabilities. Like, what would that have been like? <laughs> so, so I kind of played out the scenario in my head, and I was really thinking hard on it. I got really <laughs> into this. Like, man, this is a, this is a fascinating subject. Is there any si- I mean, is there in, is there is there an actual origin story? I have not. I don't know. I haven't researched. Oh, it, this was just. Uh, this, is this is just. just this a, is just one of those conversations. Uh, one of these weird conversations we were having at work. I got we were you. just talking about it. What the first? Ex- the first. Well, experience it was just was. one of those weird things, right? We, it, we just it just drew my cr- curiosity. What was it like for the first man? To I mean, I I, I probably asked it for a lot, a lot of situation, a lot of drug situation. How did how did man figure this out? Right, but why did we make? But this? anyways, but I'm sure it's all driven from curiosity. So I developed in this mind this kind of story. Yeah. About how I figure like it happened. Oh, this is your interpretation. All right, So, 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 so my story begins. It's kind <laughs> of like this hunter, you know, is out here in the woods and they're looking around. What era they're, would this be? They're in? Scavenging. I mean, I'm thinking maybe even like close to like more prehistoric man, even maybe further back. Okay. All right. I'm but, with you. But maybe maybe it was discovered later he's on. Foraging. I don't know. This he's is out my this foraging. is my theory. So, anyways, this this primitive human. Yeah. You know, is walking around. You know, in the woods. Collecting berries, and stuff, things to eat, mm-hmm. hunting. It comes this opening, and there's all these strange plants kind of out in this opening.
1: Mystical. Not like a field,
0: but just like a just like a nice little bushy spot. Of these plants kind of growing. Patch. And the first thing this this human notices is it's kind of got a got a pungent smell to it. Kind of strange. He's <laughs> looking at. He's it, like, "Wow, that's kind of some strange looking leaves and stuff on it." A, I've never seen this one before. This is a new plant. So, I'm, I'm thinking naturally curiosity draws them to try to experiment a little bit. Like, what is this? They probably picked off some leaves and munched on them, you know, and, <laughs> and maybe even noticed, like, like all oh, this is kind of weird looking bulbs on here. All right, oh, these right. weird little buds on here. They're kind of <laughs> have these strange looking, so they maybe ate it or something. Of course, if you know the process of how marijuana works, you it doesn't typically work with ingesting it quite like that. You've got to yeah. heat it up, which is why people smoke it, right, or cook it. Right. So anyway, yeah, the point is that, of course, early thing. man doesn't know this. so He's just trying to figure this plant out through his natural way of figuring out everything, and that's <laughs> taste, smell, touch, whatever. Right. Use and he's senses. probably thinking, like, I don't know what this thing is. So he picks off a piece of it, and he walks back to his campsite. And he's sitting here by his fire, and he's just kind of zoned out looking at his fire. And the whole time, he's got this plant in his hands, kind of feeling with. As he's doing it, he's taking each one of these little strange little buds off, and he's just <laughs> throwing it into his fire pit, just kind of trying to see if he can make them into the center of it. You know, just kind of bored trying to entertain himself. Oh, man. As he's doing this, this nice billow of smoke starts to come out of the, <laughs> the fire pit. He's in pit. a smoke box. <laughs> and he's sitting there looking at the fire, and... The smoke starts to surround him as he's sitting here with this plant. He starts coughing (laughs) (laughs) profusely, like he's just, "Oh my gosh!" I never had this. You know, this is crazy. Coughing, hiking up, man. And he sits here and he's just sitting at the fire and he's like, "Man, (laughs) he's like, this is boring." (laughs) So he sits there and he's looking at the fire and he's like, "Man, (laughs) this is boring." And eventually he realizes that five hours later, as he's sitting there looking at the fire, man, this is freaking boring, man. <laughs> so anyways, I imagine because maybe he's never had any kind of psychedelic experience in his life that after his high, he probably passes out. Maybe he eats some of his leftover jerky or meat or whatever he's got laying around and passes out in his little food. You know, he passes right. out. near his. Dehydrator. Wakes up the next day and he's freaking out. He's like, what happened? He's like, I know this is real. And Eric, he so he's walking experience. around and he's thinking about what what transitioned from that night. What <laughs> happened? How did so much time get lost? <laughs> Where did it all go? I have never seen a fire look that amazing in my entire <laughs> life before. What happened? He's he's fa- he's scared, but he's yeah. fascinated at the same time. He's right. mesmerized. What what happened? He's human. To him? He's human, right? So he's thinking about what happened that night. What was different from any other night sitting amongst the fire? Right. right. Thinking, pondering. Mm-hmm. And he thought about the plant, the weird plant. <laughs> he looked at it for a while. He was thinking about it. He's like this weird, pungent, strange plant. Yeah. Sticky plant. And he thought about the fact that he kept throwing these weird-looking bulbs in there. <laughs> thought, hmm. I have to see if somebody else... If I'm, I have to see if I'm a crazy. <laughs> so he goes a couple of miles to another hunter. human this, trials this, begin. This, this human goes a, a, a few miles and finds another hunter human and says, hey, look. Don't mean to bother you, but I had this kind of weird thing happen the other night, and I kind of <laughs> want you to come back here. I want you to see, like, if you experience anything, too. So out of curiosity, this other human says, okay, sure, I'll, I'll see what's going on over here. I'll see what kind of weird stuff's going on. So he goes back to the camp, and he says, I'll tell you what. I want you to sit in front of this fire. And uh, just sit there for a while. We're going to do an experiment. Tell me if anything happens. And while (laughs) while he's getting the fire started, he starts throwing in a few of these little buds in there. (laughs) Sneaking them in. And he says, all right, I'll be back in a few minutes. I'm going to go stand over there. And you just kind of like hang out and let me know if, you know, anything happens. So, just there. And the guy's kind of sitting there just hanging out by the fire. Seems cool. Time goes by. And eventually, you know, he's he's kind of watching the guy. A couple of hours go by, and the guy's kind of sitting there. Eventually, the guy kind of looks up and waves him over. <laughs> so this this human goes. over. So is you know, he this, located outside of this this uh the smoky cave or? This is like his his uh, hunting area. It's like his camp or whatever. Yeah, but is the is the um the scientist caveman? Is he is he sitting with his friend inside no. of? No, he he's standing from a distance. Okay, I'm watching, following. trying I'm probably, to watch and observe. Yeah, he's, gotcha, he's observing. See, he, he's editing, trying to observe to see like if anything happens, but he doesn't really. But he doesn't really see the guy reacting very much. So it's kind of like, okay, but but time's going by, and the guy's not really saying anything. <laughs> so eventually, this other guy that this other hunter kind of like waves him over to the fire pit. Just right. come over here, you know. Into the guy comes over and he's like, hey, you know how are you, so how you feel. The guy says, Do you believe on this plane of existence <laughs> that we're mere energy? Moving. Atoms. Oh, I see. these things. <laughs> and the other guy's just like, Ah, it's oh, real. It is. It's real. The horrors. He just looks at the other guy. He's sitting by the fire, and the other guy looks him dead in the eyes with this. Glazed overlook, and he says, "Ground control <laughs> to Major Tom. Ground control to Major Tom. Major Tom. Mm-hmm. Take your protein pills and, and put your helmet on." on. Mm-hmm. This Ten, is ground control to Major Tom. Eight, Silly made the grade. Six, five. Did you imagine four. though what it was like for the first person? Like I just imagine stuff. It's kind of weird to think about things like that. Uh-huh. What was it like for the humans, first experience? The ever. First experience. Yeah. And I think that early man, probably most of it was probably through natural stuff, probably shrooms, <laughs> mushrooms, and, <laughs> yeah. and marijuana, and whatever you know, whatever else uh-huh. there, there is out the there. Most explore. naturalistic ones, yeah, yeah, but, definitely. Yeah, sure. I just imagine, you know, I mean, to them, you know, especially some of their early experiences, probably very spiritual. Yeah, because their understanding didn't understand it as like, oh, your chemicals causing this effect on your mm-hmm. your psyche, they to them they thought this is like they may even saw it as a way to talk to the gods or to uh-huh. experience or to yep. underst or to solve problems that were going on in their life was to trying to make sense of I'm gonna things. go into my hut and smoke this <laughs> pipe and then I'm gonna go, you know, get the answers I need, right? I visit Asgard. It's interesting. Yeah. But I bet it was kind of funny, the first story of them kind of unfolding the, uh, (laughs) the trial and error. I will tell you, an interesting thing I did see is that Mm -hmm. in the last two years, there's been an actual spike in UFO sightings. Really? Interesting, right? And a lot of people said that even this past year has been an extreme spike because a lot of people, a lot of the nation was shut down. People were home. Oh, yeah. They had time to pay attention. And it was kind of like, people were like, people were like, watching the skies again, right? And people started noticing, like, seeing things that, they're like, hey, that's, what is that? Yeah. So you start having all these reports. And it's kind of interesting. I'm like, man, it's like, it makes me want to go out and like, every night just watch the sky a little bit, you know? And just see like, what, what kind of weird stuff's out there, you know? But I thought it was interesting that like, we had a spike recently. Like, is there a reason why? There's a spike. Is it just because people are having more time on their hands and they're and they're sort of coming, you know, seeing these odd things? They think maybe are UFOs. Maybe they are. Or do you think that there actually is like something happening? I don't know. I don't know. We're kind of at a weird point right now because the military is just now starting to open up about some of these occurrences. A lot right, of them are right, right. uh, Well, Did, a lot of didn't them they argue release, like some, env- some footage. footage and stuff, yeah, right? They actually released the the Air Force, I believe, released some footage of what they considered an unidentified flying object, not alien right. aircraft, but right. something that they couldn't explain what it was, right. but they were identified, right? It. And it's actually like a video footage from one of the, the jets or the planes or whatever. You know, and I'm trying to think, in, in the footage, do you actually like, hear the people talking? Yeah. And they yeah. Even, kind of, even the people talking in the video are kind mm-hmm. of like, They're like, perplexed what, wow, by it's it. Like they're, they're, they're ama- so you know it's very, like this is not something they've mm-hmm. seen before. So it's very, uh, very interesting. Kind of scary, actually, to think what? that there's these anomalies that we can't really, we don't know what what, what they are or what to do with them. You know? Yeah. Well, even some of the military personnel have came forward and have given some testimonials about very strange occurrences, um, really weird things they saw while they are either out at sea or or up in the air, wherever in the world, you know? Right. I don't know. It's an interesting time. Are the people ready? You know, I feel like there are periods in human history, maybe even through our evolution, where you've seen kind of these quick spikes in, in our evolution, like in technology. Uh-huh. I've often said it before, but you can kind of look back in history, and around about the time that we used the first atomic bombs, yeah, you know, during World War II, it was like after that time period, you see this great advancement in, like, technology. All of a sudden now we're building rockets. We're going rockets. to the moon. We're going into the space. You know, we're doing all these... We're building, like, microwaves. We're doing all this really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's sort of this... There's sort of theorists out there that sort of speculate that maybe at certain points, when humans have reached a certain point in time of evolution, extraterrestrials come and intervene. And yeah. say, okay, now you're ready for the next step of technology we'll hand to you. So maybe, like just to use that time period as an example, once we reached a point where we could actually build atomic weapons and Uh actually, like, eradicate Cause mass devastation. Build weapons of mass destruction. Maybe then extraterrestrials in some way, some form, kind of made contact again with us Mm -hmm. and gave us some more technology to advance us in a good way, maybe, to try to progress man. You're ready for the next step, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's kind of strange. Maybe the monoliths have something to do with it. Uh Uh-oh. It's a signal. They're being activated. Well, Chris, maybe it's time to go ahead and get out of here. Yeah, I agree, man. Till next week, man. All right. Everyone, stay true, stay real, and stay righteous.